0: What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of Livestocks Podcast with mm-hmm. Moonstar, Mark yeah. West, Cytus Cedric, DeWine, and Keegan Noel, uh, owner of KNP. Yes, sir. Hmm. Visual producer. Yes, sir. Creative director.
1: All that.
0: Okay, let's get it in. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you know the world wants to know what what. What's involved with these titles? What's mm-hmm. going on with these titles? Um, but before that, you know, brief summary of the show, if this is your first time seeing it, we're here to strengthen your strengths, educate your weaknesses as well as our own. And, you know, we like to have discussions based upon legacy, drive, you know, um, tactics, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. you know, how you get things done, Yeah. you know, within your career and your field. You know, so that's what we're going to do. So, um, Keegan, would you like to introduce yourself to the world?
1: I thought you did that in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I did, but I can, you can...
1: I can figure the back. Back.
0: Give them a little something. Give them a website yeah. or something, you know.
1: I can figure back. Um, okay, well, about two years ago, I started KMP. And KMP creates visual experiences um, for, you know, for businesses mm-hmm. with social media presence, web presence... Um, we create all the visuals that you need to tell your brand story, so that's what that is and uh website is choose dot com mm-hmm. get details about services and what it is that i do and all that how, stuff.
0: how would you spell that
1: uh choose c h o o s e and then it's k n p
0: okay so choose k n p is almost like a campaign mm-hmm. title choose k n p yeah, if you gotta. want these services,
2: the high quality.
0: Right. The high quality. High quality. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um okay, what led you to this?
1: Um well, it's funny because Marcus was a very big catalyst <laughs> in in the entity that is KMP. Um, mm-hmm. So I went to school and got like a bullshit ass degree. I don't know why I did it. But after I graduated.
0: wait, 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 we got to back up because this is this is livestock's where we explore Mm -hmm. every aspect of our guests and their decision making. No, no. We we fucking cuss often on there. This is raw and uncut, by the way. I didn't say that to you, but this is a raw and uncut uh, podcast. You said a bullshit degree. What was that bullshit degree?
1: Um, I got a degree in public relations, and I don't want to say it's completely bullshit. I did, yeah, I did learn a few things, but mm-hmm. um, I'm a, a very big advocate of on-the-job training and mentorship and internships and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. as opposed to learning in a classroom, um, a whole bunch of stuff that you're probably not going to remember or use, unless, <laughs> you, of course, you're a doctor, but um, anyway, so I got the degree, and when I was interning, I realized like this isn't really what I want to do. So, um, I started to explore that, and after I graduated, Mark West hit me up and was telling me about Moonstar, and I was like, "So, when you, what are you coming out with this summer? Like, do, you yeah. do like a summer campaign?" He's like, "Uh, what?" I was like, "Yeah, what about your photo shoots? You know, what about your e-commerce?" And I was asking him all these things, and he wasn't—he yeah. wasn't necessarily there yet. He was this getting there. This is true there. story. But he wasn't there. Oh, I yet. believe it. <laughs> so that's where that whole, um, you know, that's how that started. And mm-hmm. I was helping him plan his photo shoots. And next thing I know, other people were asking me too. And hey, I have a photo shoot coming up. You know, wh- what should I do? You know, da da. And so it just kind of built up from there. Um, and I let my work experience mirror what I was trying to get into. So I was started working in a commercial photo studio. I started doing a lot of merchandising, mm-hmm. and so I was learning while I was learning. If that makes any sense. Um,
0: where were you? Where like, were you doing this? What What companies were you working for?
1: Um, I did merchandising for Nordstrom, and I did um, uh, commercial photography styling for Academy Sports and Outdoors. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's like on Sundays. The newspaper, you know, it comes in. Yes. And I say, damn, I wanna get my son some back to school shoes or something like that. And then it's still a white kid with the the basketball and the. Mm
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: Oh, so, okay. So, you know, how much creativity are you allowed in that realm? Were you
1: allowed in that realm? Um, Not a lot. I mean, people, everyone had their say so, and title um, pretty much trumped creativity. So mm-hmm. if I if I'm not the producer, I should kind of stay in my role. I can come up with some ideas, but I had to stay within a box, and that's what really led me to break off and do my own thing right, because right. Um, it's hard to be in a position and be told what to do when you know you can do it better. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, look, it's it's time for me to go. <laughs> I had to I had to wait for the right time, but um, the time did come. So.
0: It happened. So so how does it feel, you know, when you when you finish each project? for these different brands or entities? How does that make you feel personally? Um, what kind l- of feeling is that?
1: As long as my clients are happy, really, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. Like that's always the end goal. Um, I want my clients to be able to get the most out of their photo shoot um, or their video or whatever it is that we're producing for them. Um, and I want the visuals that we produce to tell their brand story. I want it to connect with their audience, you know? I think.
0: all right. All right. So um okay, this is what I want to know. Do you ever think about utilizing that skill for your own brand in the sense of fashion films? Like I'm saying like do you do you do you think outside of that realm? Like are you into anything else other than visual producing and creative directing other people's brands do you have any ideas yourself
1: uh definitely i've i've always wanted like to do my own line and i think that once i establish kmp and, and get it running to where i don't have to be there mm-hmm. that's kind of a hard thing for me is passing off work because um, I I like things to be done a certain way. I'm a perfectionist. She's hands on. The um, here we go. Very much like that. So here
0: we going into the <laughs> livestock right now. We're going into the, the <laughs> asset talk. Yeah. We're going into that. Yeah. So,
1: so to pass that on uh, would be really hard for me right now. So, but once I build build it up and get a really good team, and I can focus on other things, then I I definitely would be open to those mm. kind of thing. I do want to get into film though. I think film mm. is cool.
0: Mm. So. This is what we want to know. Which route we you just told us which route you're taking. I'm going to ask you, are you more legacy based? Because Mark, on our first episode, he says that you're either going to go the money route wholeheartedly. Or if you're very hands on, you know, it doesn't actually your, your money ceiling isn't as high. Now, mm. we disagree slightly, but let's just sum it up in general. Are you more of a legacy? You you love that feeling of what you do. You know, you did that job on what you got, the the, the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. Or you wouldn't mind getting to a certain level after you are hands-on and you feel like you've imprinted what you want in others and let them, you know, take on some of that workload.
1: Mm, that's Think about really- the yacht. That's a really tough question. Actually, um, I came to a fork not too long ago where I had to make a decision um, because half of my work is freelance work. Mm-hmm. So you can hire me or you can hire a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people, I've had a a guy, his name is Chill from IO Visuals. He does a lot mm-hmm.
0: of... Um, yeah, I know Chill.
1: Yeah, he does a lot of... Over there, Wired
0: Road Studios. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He does a lot of video and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he'll hire me. Me personally to join their team and do you know set direction whatever, um, so that's kind of tough for me. Should I present my business or yeah. would, do you want to hire me? You yeah. know, um, and that's that's a big part of the work that I get. So it is kind of tough. Um, I've always wanted to build something up that I can pass along. Right. people can take on, right. but I, I really got to get over my control issues before.
2: So what can. do you think it's gonna take?
1: I need I need people I could trust. I need mm-hmm. people who want this want perfection and mm-hmm. it's hard when it's not if it's not, if it doesn't belong to you a lot of people don't see it like Treated. that right
0: right 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 you right
1: know? and i want you, i want you to want perfection i want you to love what you're doing and and to weed people out at that time
0: well you know i don't know if i'm necessarily a perfectionist mm-hmm. but i fucking want what i want yeah. you know i'm i'm more of a I want the embodiment of the like, I want that feel, you know, and that's the only reason like you mm-hmm. may be able to design, yeah. you can design, but can your design create the feel yeah. that I know I can, if I'm right there, mm-hmm. you know, or anything, you know, I just, it's a certain feel yeah. it's, it's it's more than what meets the eyes, Yeah. you know? And so that's the only reason why I stay on. You know, my side of things, mm-hmm. and however far I can go, that's how far I can go. Yeah. You know, but... um.
1: But that's that connection, though. People are connecting with you. They want to hear you speak. They want to yeah. hear it's, what you Yeah, it's kind of really grassroots,
0: like. right? So it's yeah. a little
1: different. But... Organic. I mean, you can always spin it, you know? You, you create these podcasts where it's your podcast, and you kind of have people take over their thing. You might step in a little bit, but... Yeah.
0: Well, with this podcast, we could always have uh fill ins. Yeah. We could, <laughs> if I'm absent, hey, step up, man. Step yeah. up. Fill in for me. But in the in the essence of fashion, film, clo you know, uh music, mm-hmm. I'm an independent spirit. Like I, I don't you know, I, I wanna go as far as I can go. And then I'm about legacy. So it's more so family members, children. Yeah, I want to instill in them the importance of business over dollar bill. And we talked about that, you know, with Michael Jackson's estate mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, different things of that nature. Like a lot of and I don't want to go on, you know, like the race thing, but I am a lot of black businesses. Yeah. You know, as soon as they reach that ceiling, that first ceiling, because we know business is up and down mm-hmm. when they reach that first ceiling, what do they do?
2: I don't know. The true mean? businessmen.
0: They sell it? They sell. Yeah. And they uh, move on. Oh, I could I could make some new shit. Because you know how we are <laughs> yeah. as blacks. You yeah. know, we always on, we want to move on to some new yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, all right, fuck that. Yeah. You know I'm, And then these... That's
1: horrible.
0: Yeah, That's these horrible. conglomerates or these... Corporates. I mean, it depends on how y'all look see, at it. All right, it. see, he going to come yeah. with the other side. Yeah. Give us that other I mean. side.
2: I mean, because whenever you first set a business up, the whole point of it is to have an exit plan.
0: Yes, so. you said that. That's true.
2: So you have to have, I mean, whether your exit plan be you passing it on to your children or you ultimately selling it, like, you know, that's just another exit plan. So if I make a business and I don't really care for it at that particular time, and I'm like, hey, this guy's offered me 250000 to just, I don't really care for the business, I would sell it because I might have some other stuff lined up for my children or for my nieces or whatever the case. I mean, okay, let,
1: me, right. let me tell you why this okay, is a okay. bad. This is just bad. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: A perfect example is in Jamaica.
3: Mm-hmm. Air Jamaica mm-hmm.
1: is not owned by Jamaicans anymore. They okay. sold it off. And mind you, Jamaica is a small island. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, in huge debt, by the way. But anyways, all the things that make Jamaica, you, you know, you need- large amounts of money to mm-hmm. um, the rum, mm-hmm. they sold it off. The highways, the Chinese are coming in and buying it. So I I get the whole I will, you know, build it up to sell it. But who are you selling it to? Because now all the that's my whole point. That culture vulture
0: shit. That's my point.
1: Exactly. All of them are owned by outside entities, Trinias. You know what I mean? So I I get it, but at the same time, um, it could it could hurt long long term. Yeah,
2: it depends on what situation you're looking at. Yeah.
0: I, I'm, like I said, I'm a legacy person. So yeah. when I go into a business, mm-hmm. like even now, I don't give a fuck if I'm in the negative for six years. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. Yeah. Like, I'm never exiting. That's my point. I'm okay. dying.
2: But we're talking about like a lot of, like, and then we're all like pretty much creators here. So y'all talking about like a lot of creative businesses. What if you got a business um Cards. Selling hair scrunchies or something.
0: Yeah, no, nah, we're not talking and about you that. you max out on hair <laughs> no, scrunchies. No, 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 no. We're not and talking about that kind. hair scrunchie business. Mm-hmm.
2: Nah, but I'm just saying, but this that's a business also. Yeah, but... So that's what I'm saying. Nah, like, that's
0: different. That's, that's different. I can understand. That's why I said you're right with the exit plan. Yeah. Because, yeah, if I'm selling postcards... Yeah. That are blank. And, -hmm. you know, then, yeah, if somebody want to buy my postcard, hey, you can have that. I'll flip that and put that into my passionate business. But this is more so our own self-sufficient, creative, independent businesses we're running. And a lot of these people are selling those businesses. True. true, You know, they're selling businesses that they put their blood, sweat, and tears into. Yeah for a huge check just because it's a down period in that business or it's a very high mm-hmm. period in time. And then the conglomerates buy the business, and yeah, it's still kind of sleepy but for a, bit, a minute, but then they bring it back up, though. Yeah, and But if you look at a lot of these companies that are owned by, we'll, I'll just say Europeans, yeah, okay. and, and I'll say another type of people, <laughs> man, these companies are hundreds of years old, and they have like decades... Mm-hmm. of down periods. Yeah. But that legacy stays alive. The brand, I mean, we can go into fashion, and you could say uh, the Chanel fashion house. Yeah. Oh, Hundreds okay. of years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Chanel is not the most popular brand every year as, in, in the terms of a trend or a fad. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I mean, that's my point, man. We yeah. Like CBS, uh, the guy who started CBS, mm-hmm. which is... You know, Columbia, the channel CBS, Columbia, they own a lot of different things under different names. But the point is, he never sold. Mm -hmm. You know, he never sold. Even when they weren't selling records, he never sold. Even when they didn't have the highest rated television broadcasting shows, he never sold an ounce of that network. And that's what we need to do. That's what my mentality is.
2: Okay, so you're talking about like on some cultural upliftment type stuff.
0: Right. That's all I'm about
2: i mean i feel it like i mean like i said me personally i would never sell something that i've invested my heart into yes, but i personally plan on creating several businesses that i don't care for and i would gladly sell those particular Will businesses
1: you sell to african-american the i mean community? i would most
2: likely hey yeah like i see you go ahead and handle this or i just take like give me 10 percent or whatever. Like, you know, that's basically what I'm saying. Like, I'll put you into the job, just Ooh, give me 10%. That's
0: a great topic, though. Do you target, when you <laughs> when you create, are you targeting a certain demographic? Like, when you sit down with these brands, are you asking them who they're targeting?
1: Of course. I okay. Do in, the, in the discovery meeting.
0: Okay, because oh, well. as far as a business, I don't target blacks. I promote. Okay. I promote to blacks. But
1: that's different, though. That's different. It's selling your business to an African African American or a black person, a black business owner, um, is a little different than you know day to day clientele or whatever. Yeah. Because the Asian people do it, the Indian people do it. They all, they take care of each other. As a, as a community, yes. Yeah, and that's why they're able to build up. And I don't think the African-American community has that. And, yes.
0: and you you mentioned Jamaica, right? Yeah. I mean, if we, even the Islanders, they have a history of working yeah. together. They yeah. come here and they thrive. Yeah. You know, whether it's Jamaicans, Trinidad, how do you say it, Trinidadians? Tobago. Yeah, they come
1: over here, Africans man. And they do it too. Africans.
0: Definitely, you know, yeah. come over And thrive, and so I I just believe in a certain dollar Mm -hmm. and a certain—I'm cultural upliftment, man. Like, I'm just tired of these fucking vultures. So I I believe in promoting and culturally uplifting Mm -hmm. my community, but not trying to break their banks, you know? So it's more so when it comes that time to, like, really expose real business, Mm -hmm. it's a certain demographic that's getting targeted. Yeah. so, do you have a, a a end all be all goal you want for KNP? End all like, be all. Idealistically, like where would you want to see KNP? What kind of work are you cool with? The type of work you have now, you just want a larger clientele.
1: Um, I definitely want to be like a hub in Houston. Hmm. Um, but I do also want clients outside of state. So, if you are Boutique or a business owner or whatever. um, You can ship me your product. I'll shoot it and send it back I want to be cost-efficient and I kind of get in trouble for this all the time because I'm always Mm -hmm. trying to like How can I make it as cheap as possible as cheap as possible when I don't necessarily like I don't think it's bad but um at the same time like I could be doing you know hours and hours and hours of work and yeah. really not getting paid as much for it. So I always struggle with that. But um, I definitely want to be set up to where I have a, a studio, a full studio running and it's going. I have people working for me. I can pop my head in, make sure everything's okay um, so I can spend time with like a future family. I don't have kids yet, but mm-hmm. um, I, I'd like it to be like that.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, so how big would this uh, hub be? Like Like a compound? Would it be like huge like its own building or something like this like Barron Studios and there's this room with this this size and you definitely know
1: Definitely want my own building
0: okay yeah. okay just, just seeing how high the, like how thousand, high the ceiling is
2: two thousand or five thousand square feet oh yeah.
3: nice
0: that yeah that definitely sounds good so what is the soundtrack to your uh <laughs> day-to-day work well what, what are you listening to Man. What's, What's your soundtrack? Your
1: soundtrack? Um, I always have Lil' Dragon on somewhere, somehow. Okay. Uh, Mark West knows that. Yeah. Okay.
0: And, uh... I picked it up. I, I, I fuck
1: with Kanye, too. I okay.
0: love
2: Kanye. Okay, the That new schoolboy Q with Kanye. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, how'd that go?
2: You ain't heard part? that one?
0: Oh, the song? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it was, like, a collab, nah, like, nah, nah, full nah. project. Nah, I'm like... But I'm
2: just saying, just that yeah, song I heard, along. Yeah, I heard
0: that, that part. Yeah. I definitely heard that. Um... What else? Where's the trap music. at? What else is is hot out here? We ask every guest how they feel about trap music, just cause.
2: Yeah, she's she's acting kind of Hasidic right now. What? Where's I the trap, trap music. music at? I I love trap
1: music. You ain't gotta tell me. How I'll bust out twerking. Uh, okay. In the middle, oh, for in the middle real. Production.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just you know we just we,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we
3: just
0: we just want to know. So, how do you feel about um the the Houston culture? In the essence of uh, independent businesses. How do you feel about it? Is it a rich market? in the sen- Not in the sense of the money aspect, but the mentality of the individuals. Or do you feel like it's very stagnant and it almost doesn't exist?
1: Um, I, I think Houston is making some good strides. I mean, we're definitely not fast-paced like New York, of course. You know, mm-hmm. people like to compare us to them, and you can't. Houston mm-hmm. is a, its own... Entity, And I think that we've made some really good strides in terms of creativity, um, business owners, you know, just growing as a city, the diversity that we have here. I love Houston. I've traveled Mm. like wherever and Mm -hmm. I always will put Houston on on top.
0: So can you um, let's say I have a new product. Mm -hmm. Are you capable of helping me with the process of introducing that product to a market?
1: Yes, of course, most definitely.
0: How would you go about that?
1: Well, it depends. Do you have a social media presence already? Do you have a website already? You know, um, how are you, are you in brick and mortar? Are you just selling online? Like, there's a couple of questions that need to be answered. And then hmm. once we go about that, okay, you you do have a website, all right? So you're ready for your e-commerce and you have um, somebody designing that for you. Then, cool, let's take pictures. Let's get you Um, some content for your social media. Let's get you those web banners so when you are ready to present yourself to your audience, you look good doing so. You look professional and you're not taking pictures with your iPhone.
0: So -hmm. what if I hit you with a firm know everything? What would you tell me? What would you do? I don't have none of that shit, but I want to pay you what you want to be paid.
1: I would... um, I like to help people because I was there at a point, I didn't have a website. I didn't have any of those things. So I like to... Point people to score um the uh, small business association mm-hmm. and those are um tools that i use to to build up my business so if if you're in a place where i can't help you just yet i'll help you connect with um, the right people the right people yeah. yeah
0: okay so basically you can bridge some gaps out here in these streets yeah understood the plug the plug Oh, huh, what you oh okay. How long have you um been how long have you been experienced in this field?
1: Um I graduated I'm about to date myself. I uh, graduated.
0: <laughs> you don't I have to a- say when you graduated. <laughs> I'm i I'm, I'm trying to I can save you right now. You don't have to say that. I
1: can say it, I can say it, I'm old, it's fine. No, I graduated college in two thousand nine and that's okay. when um everything like started. Um, and then it's just been a process from there. I officially quit my corporate job this year, January of this year.
0: Okay, you stepped out. You you stepped stepped out. out And
1: I love it. Fucking love it.
0: I bet. How do you like the day-to-day
2: so far?
1: I love the day-to-day. I mean, I still have a client that I go to two to three times a week
3: Mm
2: -hmm. where I
1: need to be there at a certain time. I need to, you know, work for them pretty much all day, so I still get a dose of, like, but I don't want to go back to. <laughs> um, but I still have complete control over my, my schedule. So, um, and I love that. I love being like, hey, you know, uh, I'll come in with you guys another time. And I have some stuff I need to do. I have a client, yeah. I have a shoot. And I like that freedom.
0: Mm. Hmm. So how did your upbringing, like culturally or just due to your family, how did that um, affect you in choosing this choice of business or a career, you know? Good
1: question. Uh, my mom is... Uh, she's like a principal but she's super creative she's always painting and she's like a free spirit she always is like i used to be a nudist in my other life like she's oh, crazy. Oh. we used to have big parties <laughs> oh in our okay house. all right yeah she's she's a fun mom um and my dad is uh he's an attorney mm. so, um i, I think mm. i got the best of of both of them the creativity mm-hmm. and then like the she talks
0: like an attorney
1: the analytical skills <laughs> to Take take myself out of my shoes and maybe place it in that of my client or their tar- target audience. What do they want to see? And I can really ask myself those critical questions. So I think I got the best of both. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you mentioned you you wanting your own line, right? One day, yeah,
1: one day, or my own store, actually. What kind
0: of what kind of products would this line consist of, or store? Uh,
1: store, um. It's really weird because I always make friends with like really hip, cool Asian people. (laughs) I don't know, no matter where it is, if it's at work or wherever, they always stop me and say they like my style or I, you know, I'll stop them and be like, I I just love what you're wearing. Um, And I think there's a a niche in Houston that isn't being filled. And I think it's like super funky, Mm -hmm. like... You know, when I go shopping, I can never find anything that just fits my personality. And I think mm-hmm. if I opened a store, I would cater to those people, like the people that can't find anything to shop for unless they're, of course, they're shopping online. But just really cool, fresh, out of the box, funky colors. Like, okay. I'd love to do something like that.
0: Do you believe that, um, how far do you believe, I'm not going to say do you believe, how far do you believe that colors are seasonal?
1: Um, how far do I believe
0: in it? Like, like, are you all the way in on the seasonal colors? Or are you like, man, I could wear that shit in the you winter. Never. I could wear that shit in the summer.
1: Yeah, um, I think there's a time and place for everything. If you're a retail store, you definitely have to play the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I don't necessarily believe in those things. If I would yeah. wear a white fur coat in the wintertime, you know, it's after Labor Day. I don't care. I do it. <laughs> You know, I don't it think just it, it, it
2: exists anymore.
1: I think it depends. Uh, on the
0: yeah, person. I, it I can understand as far fashion. as retail.
1: Yeah,
3: in fashion lines, consumer. yeah,
0: high fashion definitely, definitely have to have that going on. The color palettes, um, with your visual productions,
3: mm-hmm.
0: how much of an, um, how important is the usage of color, certain colors, to you know, kind of evoke emotions or something like that? Uh, Do you even go in that room super, with it?
1: Super, it's super important. I think about that all the time. Um, I I like to look at a picture and feel something like, hmm. damn, that looks good, or whether it's the composition, it's the mood, it's the model, whatever. And it doesn't happen often, but I'm always striving for that. And I know that color plays a very big a big part in that, even if the picture is all white, you know, mm-hmm. we're all black. Um, it's all about emotion and uh color plays a big part.
0: Okay. I asked a guest a previous guest this question. Um, what would your ideal fashion city be like? Not necessarily a city that exists, but this imaginative setting of individuals. How would they how how would that be?
1: It would be okay, so I'm I'm gonna have to use references from places I've never been. But um so I've never been to Japan, but I know that I would want the you know, neon lights and like really cool infrastructure or something like, uh, the Middle East, they have really cool buildings. And so the architecture,
0: architecture plays architecture a huge part, play
1: a big, big role in, in this imaginary city. And mm-hmm. I've wanted to be like New York where, um, it's always going, you want to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and go get into something yeah. and walk you'll, you won't be alone on the street. I don't like how Houston kind of shuts down after two. That's, ridiculous to me, yeah. and it would be um breezy and sunny like miami um and kind of cool like l a but mm. yeah it it'd be like that
0: is mm. it a a heel society is it a shoe so- what what where what is the majority what's on what's on these women 's feet
1: oh you definitely don't look at what I wearing right now <laughs> in my pajamas um <laughs> What are people wearing Uggs
0: in the summer? Why you got on no Uggs? He's lying. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: Um, what are people wearing on their feet? Man, I just got this. my little Asian friend from the uh, Academy when I used to work, he got me some shoes from China and they're so badass. They're they're like foamy on the bottom they're they're all black on the top with a thick white bottom. They look like space shoes. Ah. Uh, and, and I love them to death. Mm. I definitely have some of those in my my pretensity.
0: Okay. <laughs> Okay, Blair. so uh, what do you think about Houston's fashion culture? Okay, all right. So There's a facial expression face. you guys yeah. can't see as of yet, <laughs> but
1: uh, uh, I mean, you know, I'll say again, I love Houston, but the fact that I can go shop, I, I go shopping, I can't find anything that I fit. I feel fits my personality is a problem. I feel mm. like just like the food, it should be something for everybody. So I, f- I feel like we're we're, we're kind of slacking on that. All the girls, mm.
0: well, they got
1: on their baby dresses,
0: mm. the bandage
1: baby dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like,
0: <laughs> you're right though. You're right. So, with this store, would it consist of your own products or products from other lines? Because I'm hearing you say, you know, you you have problems finding products that you know kind of embody your style and taste. So, would you, you know, get if you see a line that is hip and looks like, would you say, "Oh yeah, I want that in my store as well"? I would definitely and I would, do that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I definitely do that. We're um, you going to Magic Mark? Not too sure. So we go to Magic in a few mm-hmm. weeks, and I've been there once before, and I mm-hmm. remember walking in and be like, oh, my God, just Select. I love everything. I just
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can take this, you can take that, <laughs> and get, put you some orders exactly. in.
1: Exactly. So I know it's out there. It's not in Houston, but I know it's out there, and I'd definitely be open to carrying other brands and maybe even, you know, do some stuff of my own, get Mark to whip some stuff up for me, some dad hats.
0: Some dad hats. Like, yeah. I'm dad, about dad, order some more. Dad hats are yeah. definitely... Definitely hip right now.
2: But while we're on the air, I would like to say that I did drop those like a year or two before everybody Let it be known. He Let's
0: hear he it. Did. Let's hear he it. Did. He did. Let's hear it.
2: But I mean, hey, it's cool, though. I just, I just, like I said, I just like to continue and just roll early with it. Early adopters. Yeah. Wait,
0: wait. Doctors. Repeat this one more time because Mark doesn't normally... You know, go. Let's let's hear this. We need nah, to hear this. I
2: mean, I'm just saying. You know, it's several things, man. But I mean, I just that's just one of them that I noticed that I put out.
0: And Mark, this shit was, Mark was Mark was ahead of the game with the dad hats. Man. This is the tone we want this said at. <laughs> What's next? What's the? Other? What's the?
2: Other thing? Nah, man. But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there while I had somebody to verify that.
1: This is true,
0: though. He got the... Right. He got... What they say we don't... I'm going. I'm going. What they say we don't believe you, you need more people, he has his people here. <laughs> we know. Um, okay. Mark ahead of the game on the dad hats. Um, I know you guys collaborated for years, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What was that relationship like?
1: <laughs>
2: I'll let her explain it.
1: Um i uh, really i learned most of what i know from working with moonstar because it was the best experience um in the sense that i didn't really have anybody showing me what to do i knew what kind of needed to be done but i had to go through it to learn how Mm. it needed to be Mm -hmm. done so um that was the best experience and Mm -hmm. then we got to really see um like the fruits of our labor so we would come up with these creative ideas and you know, um, we worked with someone else called Faye. Mm-hmm. Faye was True another story. stylist and me and Faye would be all the way left with just, Oh, we could do this and we gonna style it with this and we gonna get these <laughs> props and we're gonna do this and then Marcus very like numbers and business. He was like, Well this not gonna work like this, like yeah. we need to do this first, so you know, we always bumped heads when it came bit. to that yeah. to that kind of stuff. But
0: she need that though.
1: Um, uh-huh. Yeah, we need to you end up, up reaching from a- each other though.
2: Yeah, as far as like
0: you end up reaching a medium, right? When you yeah. have
2: the she kind of showed, or they, I should say, they mm-hmm. kind of showed me the fashion and and all of that type of stuff. Not that I didn't have like my own what I like. Yeah,
0: you got to you got to keep your low. Little- yeah,
2: but they showed me like more as far as like it's more than just like what you particularly like. It's it's other stuff out there in the world, and you just have to be in tune with it and look at it and feel it and. Other stuff like that. And I guess, you know, I just dished off, like, the business thinking side, I
0: guess. Yeah, which is but good. we needed
1: both. Yeah, yeah, we needed both. And it's cool because, you know, we were working on Moonstar 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. and people still ask me about no, it. No, y'all
0: weren't. No, I'm joking.
1: So, you know, people still are like, yeah. what's up with Moonstar? And, you know, um, they, they're always asking. So that lets me know that whatever we were doing then made mm-hmm. a really good impact impression on people and they're still asking about Mustar, and um, I think that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how big does, how big a role does vision play mm. in your day to day?
1: Um, Very big, especially with my clients because I, every, every business owner I think has something they kind of get off on. Something that you really love in terms of your work. Mm. And that thing for me is Picturing something in my head and making it happen, and putting all the pieces together to bring it to life. So I love having that vision, and then doing with all doing all the work that needs to go into it with me, or if it's me or just my team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know looking at it and like, damn, that's exactly what I saw in my head. That's yeah. exact. It came out exactly. Um, or sometimes I'll even sketch it out. I'll sketch it out, and we'll plan it, and we'll do it, and then I can look at a my sketch, and then I can look at like a final image, and mm-hmm. I love that. I mm. love that.
0: Yeah, vision is vision is big, man. Yeah. Vision is key. Um, running your own business. What's the stress level like with that in comparison to working for a corporation?
2: Mm. It's just a question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, it's no. I I will say it's kind of tough because I'm a creative person. I don't want to worry about my taxes and saving all my receipts and worry about Mm -hmm. mileage and write-offs and all of these other things Mm -hmm. um, that you have to think about, you know. And it's a pain in the ass, but I would... Definitely take it over working for someone
0: else. Do you write off your meals every day?
1: I write off my meal. I write off everything. huh? <laughs> <laughs> conversation right now.
0: <laughs> you, you take a trip, that's write off. Look, everything I, I met somebody out there. Okay, yeah. it was a networking event.
1: Exactly.
0: I understand. Now. Yeah. See, yeah. y'all doing it big. Y'all doing it big. I'm proud of y'all. I'm not a businessman. I'm just a fucking voice.
1: Oh, we need to talk about you though. You had you were in a photo shoot. With
0: with oh yes 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 that yes that. yes How many yes yes yes. we that? were we were that was two thousand that was around that that was around uh, mm-hmm. the that was a long
1: time
0: ago yeah man it's some years it's the
2: cross collaboration
1: yeah Well, I yeah, wanted to do
0: going on, I, I wanted to do uh, certain things but like I said I had to start back playing chess and not checkers mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I'm just a voice right now yeah. you know but I, I actually do soak up a lot of, uh, independent business folk, Mm -hmm. you know, moves and the way they do things. And Mm -hmm. I admire both of you guys on how y'all handling y'all business. Cause I, like she said, I've been seeing this for years. Mm -hmm. I might not jump in and say, Hey, I see you, man. (laughs) I see you, King. Y'all doing y'all thing, but I see, you know? And so, man, I'm proud of y'all. And, um, like I said, I the, think that's the, the cool ceiling.
2: thing, though, to just go out and know that, like, all my friends are doing something, you know? That is cool.
3: Hey,
0: six degrees of separation. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? You, let's, what, you give us some questions, Mark.
2: Man, I mean, I don't know. Where do you want to go with this? Mark, I what
1: feel like next? you should What is What giving... is the current
2: project that you're working on right now? Can you give us that info? The
1: current project that I'm working on right now... Um... Getting my website airtight because I know when I go to Magic, I'm going to be bumping into um, a lot of business owners, a lot mm-hmm. of people who have their own lines. Hey, you know, and I can start this conversation. Hey, do you have your e-commerce? You know, do you need a lookbook? Mm-hmm. Um, this may be, may be like my prime time opportunity to connect with these people um, from all over. So that's what I'm doing right now is making sure I'm I'm airtight on, the, on that aspect. And then I have some clients um, that have hit me up. I got like two increase in one day and mm-hmm. I was like, Well, okay, I'm famous.
3: Like
1: <laughs> No, but um just really just just growing the business and then trying to learn from everything, you
2: yeah. know. So Yeah, going to agenda?
1: Um Ooh,
2: I love agenda.
1: I don't know exactly where we're going. In capsule, Exactly.
2: Agendas
0: like the Which one No, The Vegas one?
1: Yeah. It's magic. I'm pretty sure we are.
0: Yeah.
2: Agendas like the they usually have like the Pharrell and all that type of stuff. Oh. Pharrell lines and all the real like oh, independent, then, yeah,
1: like
2: yeah, like Herschel. They had yeah. Herschel before yeah. Herschel. You know,
0: you know. Uh, speaking on agenda, I gotta fuck it. I might as well say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go ahead, and let it out. Say.
0: It. <sighs> Two springs ago, Sidus got accepted. Oh, okay, but it's just teased and it's not a business.
2: Oh, okay, why you didn't go?
0: Because it's not a business. It's just Why? tees. Okay.
1: So what's just tees? Just tees. What do you mean? It's just tees. Like, just t-shirts?
0: No, just like billboards. Like...
1: I don't understand.
2: You gonna break it down?
0: Nah. It's like, like a you know, like a walking billboard. It's a t-shirt.
2: His t-shirt isn't a t-shirt. It's a walking billboard.
0: Yeah, like, of course you have branding, right? And basically, branding is like a walking billboard as well. But it's literally like a walk. It's like a walking billboard slash a walking a walking painting, a walking billboard, a walking painting. This
1: painting, whoever the
0: consumer is, exactly. You get what I'm saying? It's not. I I can't.
2: He's just a mix of play on words.
0: I wanted to. The thing is, the way that it happened was I I got in contact with organizers. -hmm. And, you know, I sent, you know, uh, a nice amount of emails back and forth. It was all, I started it in what, February? Mm -hmm. You know, it took a while, but I actually was going to kind of fiddle with the route of bringing some samples and getting some orders in Mm -hmm. for those particular samples. And I really thought about why I started doing the shirts, and it wasn't for mass production. Okay. You get what I'm saying? It was literally for, the purpose of...
2: Exclusive.
0: Cult, cult, well, not even that, just cultural upliftment, like, period. <laughs> so if you want one, you have one, but you just have it. But it's, when you wear it, you're still spreading a message. It's, it's literally like a billboard when you're driving down the freeway. Only difference is that billboard is stagnant. Everybody sees it because they're driving by it, but this shirt is only seen by your network, or your six degrees of separation.
1: So it's one-off, like, that's a terminology you would say. Like, a, they're all, everything you do is, would
0: be a one-off. Uh, there's a nice, there's a large amount nice of one-offs. So yeah. But the basis of it is, like, me and him I always talk about, like, um the gray tapes. You know, with DJ Screw, the majority of those tapes were one-offs. But let's say me and him, we get in the car together, and I got my one-off mixtape DJ Screw did for me. And he loves it. He's like, man, you know, you got to dub. You got to dub that tape for me, man. You got to give me mm-hmm. a copy. Mm-hmm. And I have the choice as a consumer to say, all right, you know, I'm going to okay. dub it for you. Or, nah. ah, man, it's mine. It's a lot of, he knows, it's, it's a lot of people who coll- who are were collectors of yeah. the great tapes.
2: They're screw tapes that you basically never heard before.
0: Right. And so with the shirts... Uh, a consumer has the choice to say, hey, man, my friend will want, want my shirt. You know, can you get him one, too? Or a lot of people will see designs and come to me and say, hey, man, can I get that one design? And I say, well, that's somebody else's design. I get with them. You so get how what I'm you sustain saying?
1: sustain this, though? How do you grow this? How do you sustain that? No, you-
0: that's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not a business. He just wants to. It's the cultural upliftment. It's it's more on the side of um, curating. You get what I'm saying. More so, just uplifting culture. It's it's not. A, I'm not trying to make. How can I put it? I'm trying to make an impact, a social impact, before mm-hmm. anything else. It's grassroots. I mean, look at um, DJ Screw as an example. Because I really didn't base it off of him, mm-hmm. but once I started doing it, I was like. Somebody had to do this shit before, yeah. And I start thinking and thinking, and there's several different people. It's people who did it with fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that? That documentary? On,
2: Fresh Dress.
0: Nah, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Um, it just came out. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's about three years old. Okay. It's uh the the Banksy with the um, oh, uh,
2: art for sale or something like that.
0: Something like the gift shop. Exit through the yeah, gift yeah, shop. Yeah. Obey.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know Obey as a fashion, yeah. line, but Obey did it. But he didn't do exactly what I'm doing. It wasn't no one on one on one of ones personal shirts or you know. But he did like the the graffiti, billboards, murals. Yeah, he would. He started off tagging walls and things yeah. of that nature, but then he started doing actual billboards, mm-hmm. spreading messages. And mm-hmm. Basquiat, you know, he did it as well through New York. He might just graffiti a quote. But everybody who walked by, it would be in a strategic place to where a certain demographic had to read that quote due to where it was. Mm -hmm. And it planted a seed in their mind whether they liked it or not. Mm -hmm. So, and then screw with the tapes. Screw, it wasn't about the money with him doing those tapes. It was never about the money. He was a DJ. That was his job. People would come to his house. He know, he knows just as much as I know about it. They would come to his house... And it was a certain feel of being there and the way he mixed and they wanted those tapes. And next thing you know, his history is written. We know yeah. DJ Screw. The aura. You know, it's people still to this day is saying, you know, that we know Pimp C may and Bumby made the trill popular, but we know there to this be day. No
2: Bumby or Pimp C. Yeah, that Houston well, I Houston can't culture. Say that, but, you know. It would be pretty
0: hard. Yeah, the Houston culture, as far as within the hip-hop realm, is based upon Screw's legacy. You know, everybody's an offshoot of him. Yes, Rap-A-Lot and, you know, Ghetto Boys and Street Military and everybody was before Screw, but Mm -hmm. when you go somewhere else and they talk about Texas, it always goes back to DJ Mm -hmm. Screw's legacy and impact. And so with the shirts, it's more so about you know, cultural upliftment, not about, um, opening a shop up, selling the shirts or getting them in this boutique or that boutique. I did go about that at first because people was, yeah, you know, it was, it was, I was thinking about it because, you know, the demand was mm-hmm. good and money was coming mm-hmm. and, but then I said, damn, this should be so watered down to where my, what I, the impact I wanted would be different. Yeah. Sometimes you, you got contract. I don't want to fadish it. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, Supreme's doing a great job of sustaining.
2: It's iffy right now. You seen the ape? The ape not having that shit right now.
0: <laughs> I like the ape though. You don't like the ape?
2: No, I'm talking about the
0: fuck supreme guy. Oh, what's what's going on with that?
2: Yeah, man, he's just going into all the drops, all the supreme stores, just saying fuck Supreme, man. Banging on my chest. Should follow him. Seriously? It's pretty funny, yeah.
0: Not the dude who's knocking Supreme out of people's hands and yeah, taking their cap off their head. Right, and, so angry. Oh, man. <laughs> he's a,
2: he's a bait person for life. Hey. <laughs> so, Babe is like original, original streetwear. And, you know, like Supreme is more
0: like. Skateboard.
2: Yeah, it's like a recent. And a lot of hype picked it up. So, it's like.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it I, it as, I had like, a lot drama. of Supreme back in the gap. I had the Bathe and eight, but. Bathing A was hype beast to me.
2: It became hype beast too, at a point.
0: Supreme was more so me. You know, like... 2006, 2007.
2: But I'm talking about the younger kids now. I'm not Whoa, talking yeah. about the... Yeah. But
0: it's, it's, skate, it's skateboard. You know, they yeah. started off doing the custom skateboards. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when the hip-hop culture started to grasp that skateboard, you know...
2: The Lil Wayne era.
0: Yeah, well, people always it attribute was somebody that. somebody who was... I don't attribute that to Lil Wayne. People always do that, though. There was
2: somebody who was like skating with Supreme or something. I forgot who it was, but...
0: Skating with Supreme? Yeah. I don't... I don't. Well, I don't know if they ever had a team like that. Like I know chocolate. I know but they used to
2: like skate around New York. real heavy. Templeton.
0: Well, I don't know. I know that. I want to talk about that skateboard era. I know this is different than production. Talking <laughs> it
1: all up.
0: People always giving Wayne credit for that. Like the
1: only thing he needs credit for is them tight ass jeans. He started that shit. I blame no. him. No, <laughs>
0: blame him. That's what I'm After saying. Him, no, all, all these
1: men are in here in these skinny jeans. No, <laughs> it him. wasn't That's Wayne. No, no, Wayne. how dare you, Wayne?
0: It wasn't Wayne. No, it, it, was it wasn't like Wayne. Wayne.
1: Who was it? It was Wayne.
0: You want me to get literal? I don't
1: and, and You can go online. You can go
0: back to these. You can go back to this. Definitely
2: publicized it though.
0: I'm about oh. to tell you right now.
2: How dare you, Wayne? How dare you?
0: Wayne ain't he? He's not the one. He was. Yeah. Let's be honest, man.
2: He publicized. Let's man. be
0: honest. Who did you say is that magic? Who's Who's clothing is that magic? Let's be honest about this shit. Let's be honest Basically about the, the new how people. I thought you said Pharrell.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <sighs> Pharrell brought life. the skateboard and shit to the he, forefront. He, he was skateboard
2: people, but I'm saying no, he no, didn't no. Popular. His
0: style. If you go to front it, front the front video. Yeah, he's wearing the shirt. Now this is a time okay. where tall tees well, is heavy. This, who
3: he's had,
2: wearing. Who had these guys piercing? We're not that, talking about piercings. We're talking
0: about skinny, about skinny jeans, for skinny jeans for real, and skateboard. Talk.
1: Pharrell is in a whole nother yeah category. Pharrell. No, no, no. Uh, Pharrell uh, kind
0: of been at this Pharrell, Pharrell is definitely in a whole nother category of style. But we're talking about who. Brought this whole movement okay. of skinny jeans. Okay. It started with the introduction of skatewear to the hip hop realm.
2: Okay, I can
0: skinny get it jeans came from skateboarders. Yeah, the the two thousand four, two thousand five skateboarders the general public.
2: Vans. No, Wayne did that. That's what I'm saying. Wayne it's was jocking.
0: No no no, 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 no. That's I'm trying I'm to give the champ the the, ty- the belt. Now, I, feel what, I feel
2: what you're saying for real. He's the king.
0: He did it. He stole it. Wayne would have never wore skinny jeans but if saying, his, if Pharrell didn't have that influence on him. Same that time, with him wearing Bathing Ape.
2: Even yeah. coming up at that time, though, a lot of people didn't look at Pharrell like that. You may have had somebody like you or I or somebody else who, like, Pharrell really got the that. The cool ish. niggas knew. Yeah. But everybody else, they wasn't paying attention to Pharrell.
0: Now, like I can that. understand Wayne. Popularizing yeah, that's it, what he but, the intro- he but the intro, but the introduction. That. Yeah, you got The get introduction. I thank you for for real, you know, like yeah. when he brought that skateboard shit, and then you know, Lupe was a little bit with it, but it was more alternative. Yeah, that's my boy, by the way. Food and liquor. For real, the cool and and and, and we'll go. There, yeah, 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 yeah. For real. Introduced that skate Wayne was just jocking whatever Pharrell was doing at yeah. the Bathing Ape look when yeah. the clips got they on his got ass. That from the clips, yeah, yeah, they got on his ass like but, dude.
2: But I'm just saying he like that's what I'm saying. Clips, they've always been flying. Like I've been watching them since Lord Willing and all that type of stuff. All the the re gang, all of that.
0: Once but, again, are they fly without Pharrell? Nobody's fly
2: but without Pharrell. But I'm just saying, as far <laughs> as other people looking and been like, I wanna do that. Lil Wayne brought it to the forefront.
0: I'm giving it to Pharrell. I know Wayne had little boys okay, like, so I so want skinny jeans now.
1: There's a derogatory term with the skinny jeans. So mm-hmm. If if Pharrell started it, that's great. It mm-hmm. could have been like a fashion thing. But when Wayne introduced it, I think it became like, why Normal. are all these men in true the story. jeans? It wasn't, true story. it wasn't cool.
0: That's a true story. Mm-hmm. And, and I can agree with that. I just feel like when you introduce skatewear and streetwear... It's gonna shift the culture automatically. Yeah. You know, even without Wayne, the culture would have still shifted towards streetwear. True. You had Ye wearing nothing but streetwear and yeah. designer, a mixture of both, the Pharrells. The, the biggest rappers shifted their style to streetwear yeah. and designer.
2: Came up out of the, uh, what was it, the suit or the big, uh, the button-ups?
0: Yeah, the oversized button-ups. <laughs> and, when, when, you know, and when you go that route, when you go that route, people shit gonna get smaller, man. Like, they yeah, shit gonna get yeah. more fitted and, things and some dudes that don't figured. understand style, so they just yeah. see skinny-ass pants yeah. and they think they throw them motherfuckers on and look right on them.
2: It do It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody,
0: yeah. man. It's not for everybody, man. Yeah. And then the the fucking tats on the face. You get at the Wayne too, or you get at the Gucci man.
2: I gotta get at um, to Soldier Slim.
0: Uh oh. So now you're going to try to forreal me with the, with the face tag. He's going to try to real me on the face tag. So you're going all the way back. Yeah,
2: hey, man, I had to go back. I really couldn't. I mean, I don't know. I think at that time. I that
0: think ice cream cone was different, though. That shit was huge. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the first time I seen a dude just say, I don't give a fuck about my face. Yeah. Yeah. That big ass ice cream cone, right, that shit was crazy. Shout
2: out to the rejuvenated Gucci man. Yeah. Like another. Person,
0: he, he still got the ice cream cone. He just got the, ven- the the veneers. Yeah. I need some of them motherfuckers, man. As soon as I get a big check, my first check, you going to see the, the big smile on me. I'm yeah. smiling. I already smile a lot. It's going to be worse. You're
2: going to get the, uh what was old Buddy? That was on Love and hip hop. Damn. The rapper he had the uh you work with Kanye, right? You oh, wanna... Consequence. I yeah. uh, don't give
0: me that, man. You the <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that. I'm sorry. We're sorry, Kegan, for getting off topic. But yeah. we do that on this show a lot, by the way. We get off topic and we just want, you know, different perspectives on things. Yeah. But uh, I'm Skinny Jeans, everybody say Wayne because, you know, he was the biggest rapper at the time.
2: Just popularized.
0: Yeah, he was so popular that anything he did was going to be glamorized by you know. kids who looked up to him, yeah. and that's why you see a lot of dreadlocks now, and you see a lot of face tats, and no shirt videos, and want to be rock star images. You know, it's it's understood. Um, yeah. He's a real skater now, though. Like he he really he really he he built the... He
2: just got to chill on a drink.
0: Yeah. So if Wayne went to you. What would you do with his brand?
2: Truck fit.
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: You'd leave it as is?
1: <laughs> um, depends on what he wants. I mean, I don't know.
0: Truck fit. That's
1: he it.
2: gonna pull this interview up.
0: Wayne, come on now. Yeah. <sighs> Wayne, come on now. So, it's a great interview. You pretty much answered questions in an efficient manner, so it left us with a lot of free time to, to go into... Uh, other topics.
1: About to I to have a Alley question Cat. for you, though. What's up? Alley Cat.
0: You don't go to Alley Cat, do you?
1: No. Uh, I go sometimes. Blue
0: Moon. Daytime.
1: I, uh, once in a blue moon, like yeah. Mark says. But I did we the Alley Cat man. I just So, I've seen on Facebook, you mm-hmm. have the cutest little boy ever.
0: Shout out to Logan Hunter.
1: He's so freaking cute, and he's so freaking cute. So, what what do you want your son to grow up knowing about mm. his dad? What do you want to leave him with when he's your age? Like, what do do you want him to soak up from what you're doing?
0: Independence Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and thinking without shackles. Like, I mean, I instill that in him now. I do it, like, with uh, kind of indirect ways Mm -hmm. to kind of allow him to not just free think, but free maneuver. You know, he... I mean I I believe in genetics mm-hmm. and I also believe in nature you know the mm-hmm. nurturing aspect of it all but the nurturing aspect he will never be nurtured how I was nurtured you know so he won't we are we cons- we we are made up of so many different things to where I just focus on his nature and try to indirectly utilize that for him to be able to think as free as me mm-hmm. because I mean, he he's a monster. I'll just put it like that. He will be, he'll like, and even if I I'll be honest, even if I was a deadbeat, which will never happen, he still will be a monster. It's in his nature already. His DNA makeup is Mm -hmm. is crazy. And I always say, is it the new kids? Is it these? You know, because to me, you know. And then I went to a school. And I saw him, and I was like, "Okay, he he running this motherfucker. I don't know <laughs> if he go over there, if he gonna run that shit, but here <laughs> he running this, you know. And then, you know, you got the camera where you can watch him. Yeah. So I'm at work, and I'm looking, and I see it's lunchtime. <laughs> okay, no, fuck that. I'm gonna tell the other one. They plan on the carpet, okay. And I'm like, okay, he down there being good, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, he just randomly gets up and just goes and sit at the table that's all the way over there by himself. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Like, yeah. what is that about? Yeah. Next thing I know, you see a teacher giving him some food. <laughs> I say, this little smart ass, he know when to eat first. Yeah. And then five minutes later, everybody's eating, and he looking at the kid next to him like... I've been here. <laughs> you want that? <laughs> you want... So, I couldn't have t- I never did anything For him to naturally You know Do something like that But Yeah I, um, I'll definitely I, Man I, I have a lot of uh, Seeds to plant You know With him As far as culture History Like you you guys Business mm-hmm. uh, Just society man Like um, Insiders He'll He'll He definitely gonna be In meetings with me I'm taking him everywhere Like meetings yeah. mm-hmm. Whatever I got going, he going to be right there, okay. you know, and he could take his own perspective of what he's seeing. But that's how I plan to, you know, do that. But sight is, you know, society is to survival is to understand society. That's what I'm about. It's su- basic survival skills and just going from there. And simplicity is ultimate sophistication. So, you know, like we talked about that mm-hmm. the straight route, Yeah, you know, Is the simplest formula, you know, Mm -hmm. straight line. That's the, you know, so I'm all about, you know, I might sound complex and this and say shit that's kind of out the box. But all in all, I break it down to a simple form and he can see that he's smart enough to be able to see how I approach everything. So it don't look as weird as it really is. Yeah, because I tell certain people, like, man, what the so what the fuck you gonna do with that? Yeah. where are you going with that? <laughs> like, even you, when you, uh, we sat down at the Galleria, right? Can you remember that? Me and Elsie? Shapes and Colors?
1: I, I vaguely remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we talked about everything as far as, uh, Houston's fashion culture.
1: hmm
0: And, um, I can remember her saying, so what are you guys trying to do with this? Yeah. Like, so where are you trying to go with this? Yeah. And my whole thing was making pieces that, planted seeds of creativity. Like, we were doing Green Basics at the time, which was like a rapper's mixtape. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a rapper get on somebody else's beat, mm-hmm. and they get hot off of that. Yeah. So we were taking pieces and remixing them,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or making originals. Like, I would take a bomber jacket, long sleeve, and make it a bomber vest. Yeah. You know, just take the sleeves off and re-sew it, and things of that nature. And... I just wanted that to be in society. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily say, oh, I'm finna do a business where <laughs> that's what I'm, you know. Yeah. No, I just want people to say, man, that's dope. Who, who did that? Yeah. Green Basics. Oh, man. You know, so like you said with those hats, yeah. you know them damn blue jean vests niggas was wearing yeah. with the fringes on that shit? hmm <laughs> <laughs> I was ahead on that shit oh, too. Okay. But I didn't do that stupid ass fringe. You know, yeah. I kind of finished it off with suede, a suede trim around. Mm-hmm. I remember a little, those. A little leather up there. Like, yeah. point is, that's what I'm about, man. It's planting seeds. Mm-hmm. And then on the business side, Logan really gonna see a lot. He gonna, it's, I, I, it's, that'll be another two hour conversation. Yeah. We need a venture capitalist to come in so we can that's open true. that can of worms up but it's all about venture that capitalism. Too. That's the main thing I'm going to teach him about is venture capitalism. Mm-hmm. And like you were speaking on with the exit plan, it's having, you know, that's basically venture capitalism yeah. when you go into something that's not necessarily the act of creating it is your passion, mm-hmm. but the act of capitalizing on it is. And that's why I'm not into selling to the black market. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not passionate about capitalizing on the black dollar. Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about capitalizing on black culture in a sense of uplifting them to know our own value. Mm -hmm. We are the most valuable culture on the planet Earth.
1: Kings and
0: queens. You know, every aspect of us, you know, is is just priceless value. But when we're talking about demographics and money,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm going somewhere else to get the dollar.
2: Mm, you got to.
0: You know, so it is what it is. But I appreciate you for shouting out little Logie, man. Logie out there do, running running wherever he is. He, so he running his environment. He he, think he a boss already. I don't know. Shout out, Logie. Daddy love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so you have any uh, wrap-up comments that you want to give to maybe a young girl that may just may listen to this and, yeah. oh, man, that sounds interesting what she does. What would you tell him?
1: Um, what would I tell them? I would tell them to find a mentor, um, really look into where you see yourself in five years, who's doing that, and kind of take tips off of them, do internships. Um, And I don't believe in it. You know, everyone has to work to get to where they are. Mm. So if you're going to work, make sure it's a job that's going to give you some type of um knowledge. So mm. in my case, I was doing merchandising. I was doing um, styling. I was doing, you know, little things like that, that helped me to get to where I was going. I Mm -hmm. wasn't working, you know, somewhere that wasn't gonna help me in any way, shape Mm -hmm. or form. So Mm -hmm. that was just that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a believer, you know, so pray about things, ask ask God to order your steps, Ask Mm -hmm. him to place you in the right places. Ask him to bring the right people into your life and and to, you know, to protect you from certain things. And I'm a big uh, advocate of prayer and um, having that relationship with God and guiding Mm -hmm. you, you know, so you're not just out here on your own. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be in this world, this crazy world uh, without a sinner. This day and age. That's 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 what I would say.
0: Understood. Any last words, Mark? Uh, Nah, man.
2: I appreciate you. Appreciate, sure y'all. Oh, this is a great Moistar. discussion.
1: Mustard, tell us. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't know about shirts to go because it was just like. Oh a flip
0: wait, 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 like, wait, wait. Like, yeah. yeah, let's let's announce this know. to the world. What what happened? Okay. Uh, well, Mark has an announcement to make. You yeah. can make it on the mic now. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to Facebook message it.
2: Hey man, I Facebook messaged it.
0: But you went yeah. in. I said okay, firm.
2: Yeah, nah. I mean, I basically, um, you know, I guess within my travels. You know, I created a lot of other things. and I mean, you know, I tried to put stuff together, basically. So I created Press by Moonstar, which is basically a print company. Mm -hmm. But what happened and then what I ended up reading in a book, which I did wrong, was I created basically a sub-brand of a brand. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. basically, like, you're not supposed to have, like, if you have situs, you're not supposed to have situs haircuts or something Uh, like that.
0: Keep it concentrated.
2: Yeah, so I basically I had Moonstar and then I created Press by Moonstar. So basically, long story short, in order to kill the confusion and create something that I felt was better, I changed the name over to Shirts to Go. So Another thing that I read is that you also want to be the leading or the number one in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what I'm going to be leading or number one in in Houston is the only screen print company that delivers. Let's the go. Shirts. The Sprinters. Yeah. The Sprinters. Yeah, yeah. The Sprinters. Yeah, yeah it's coming, man, hopefully. But <laughs> nah, the Sprinters coming. Working on it So, yeah, that's basically what Shirts to Go is. And I got tired of people texting me Sunday nights, Saturday nights, talking about t shirts like, bruh, it is Saturday night. I'm chilling here with my family. I'm chilling here watching TV. I don't want to talk about T-shirts right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the, basically what the first Facebook post was about.
0: Yeah, you told him, man. Look here.
3: This <laughs> <laughs> what's going to be. This what's not going
0: to be. Press my moon stars no more. Yeah. Look here. I, I read it. I said, damn, he, if they don't understand that, then I'll, they, I don't know what to tell them. They literally
2: still didn't understand it.
0: Stubborn. Yeah. Stubborn consumers, man. Yeah. Stub- but, no, that's an excellent move. I can see the sprinters, though. I can see the, the pull-up. Yeah. yeah. The pull-up game heavy. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm
1: trying to I love man. watching. I love watching Marcus grow because... It's right there, you know.
0: Marcus, and- I'm calling you that from here on out. <laughs> boy. Marcus Payne. Sorry. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, I love do watching. You boy it. That <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, like I said, just how everybody's watches me, I watches everybody else. I mean, I learn just as much as from anybody else as somebody learns from me. Just like mm. you've been playing me in chess.
0: Mm. We're not gonna I go there. Been
2: losing, and I'm kind of <laughs> mad about <What>? it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like kind of mad about it. Yes, no, Wait, 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 She's wait, never bit me a day. In her
0: well, life. I was about to say. I, always I always was about to say. I was like, okay, got a little, she got but a little chess game on
2: her. But you know, like I said, I just I watch and then I, I grow from there. So,
0: well, well, we out here, man? It's Cytus, it's Moonstar, it's KMP. Mm. and like I always say, and we always say, strengthen your strengths, educate your weaknesses. And take it from there. Thank you once again for tuning in to Livestock's podcast. Subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.